This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. One is the number of dimensions that there are for real. Oh, sorry. Just singing my favorite song that's also a valuable piece of information you should take to heart. Oh, and if you need further proof this show isn't coming from another world, see it recorded live this Tuesday, November 14th at the 6th and I Historic Synagogue in Washington, D.C. with special guest David Plotz from the Slate Political Gab Fest and Storm DiCostanzo from Paul and Storm. Assuming you're not listening to this in the future. And if you are, can you believe the current administration was finally taken down by... Well, I don't want to ruin it. Get tickets to the DC show by going to hellofromthemagictavern.com and clicking on live shows. Speaking of something else I want to talk about, this episode is a live recording from Brooklyn. How do we know it was live? Because something went wrong. Oh, technical difficulties, which your backstory is the most elusive of all. Luckily, this attack from the technical difficulties, which was minor. The first few minutes of the show didn't get recorded. Let's call that God opening a window. All you really missed was the usual blah blah blah, two and a half years ago I fell through a borderline case of OCD, three minutes of cut and paste backstory. And for some reason, Arnie did a veritable one-man show of talking about how he loves the old listeners, but really loves the new listeners, in a way he confesses is not entirely healthy. I'm told it was funnier than it sounds, but we'll never know because it was never recorded. So let's scoot to the part of the show where someone finally resigned themselves to flipping the record switch and join our host mid-ramble. You know, where you go into, like, uh, the Smoldering Widow and someone's just like, guys, we're in the Smoldering Widow right now. And everyone in the Smoldering Widow goes, yes, we're in the Smoldering Widow. What I mean to say is, fuck the Smoldering Widow. (laughs) We need to set up more of a Vermilion Minotaur versus Smoldering Widow kind of like uh, Danny's Old Time Tavern rivalry between taverns. We'll get to that eventually. Speaking of getting to things eventually, gosh, I I feel like there are other people in this show. Hey, please give a big round of applause for my co-host, my good bud, Chunk the King of the Badger. Oh yeah, baby. Notice, uh, Notice I didn't have to use the stairs. That's true. You just sprung up here like the four-legged animal you are. Up on the table, yep. We don't talk enough about how spry and... uh, Svelte. Svelte. Ah, Svelte. (laughs) 
I would say you're you're very Let's each describe each other in three adjectives. I do we want to play that game? Look, first Do of all, we want to play that game? I, I don't. I feel like most of this podcast up until this point is that game. Like, I, I get more than my fair share of adjectives. More adverbs for me. Okay. That's fair. I'm not active enough for adverbs. I, I'll admit that. I have to say, I was at the, uh, at the bar getting a drink before uh-huh. we started recording, and that's the longest you've ever vamped before you started the podcast. Like, wow. I don't, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Had a touch of red potion. Oh, okay. Had a All right. Touch that explains of it. Red yeah, potion. that explains it. That explains and I it. got up here. I introduced the podcast. I started talking, and there was a little voice in the back of my head saying, "This is your show, Arnie. This is your show." But then I looked up across the bar, and I saw my good buddy, Usador, the Wizard. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maestas. Oh, but think not for a moment, friends, that that be all the names that I have. They are names so arcane and secret that were I e'er to utter them aloud, that all time would stop, but everyone's toenails and hair would keep growing. (laughs) For one full century, we would be frozen in time as toenails and hair did continue to grow, and when we did wake from this fateful slumber, we would be like, what the hell? (laughs) So dare not ask me to speak these names, lest you wake covered in hair and nail. Usador, does anyone ask you to say these names? You're always like, oh, dare not to speak these names. No one is speaking these names. Because I've warned them. You've been duly warned. You know better than to ask me at this point. If you were to ask, I would say, ah, 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 go back and listen. I've told you many times, ask me not to speak these names. And if you ask me to speak the name, then I can turn you into a frog. It's legal. So, Yusinor, I was wondering if you would be willing to say one of your secret names. Let's each share a secret name. Mine is, uh, you may or may not know, uh, after Arnie kind of wasn't on board with it, was Little Squish. Thank you. Yeah, a little squish in the house, a little squish in it. Uh, we are deep into the name portion of yeah. the show. Arnie Fat Shaggy? Fat. Yes, that's true. Was one that you called yourself, and then you were uh, horrified that we picked up on it. Let this podcast be a cautionary tale about the dangers of self-deprecation. Don't do it, because people will just pick it up and run with it. Mm-hmm. And now Usador's turn? Secret name to share with you here tonight. Usador, before yes. you share it, yes. uh-uh-uh, don't even ask. What? Now you can turn me into a frog. Yep. By the very law that I just recently stated, Arnold now has the legal right to turn me into a frog. Try it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can do a little bit of magic, I've realized. I can make Galeve Lichtenkammer. <gasps> Whoa. It's so bright in here. I was, bli- I was blinded by that light. Yeah. I was wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> Deuce. Yeah. Sorry, I bit my tongue. I suppose I, I could share one name. A name that isn't too dangerous. One that I am known by upon the oceans of California. There they call me... California? California. The oceans of California? Yes, out in the east, the oceans of California. Is there like a... a Cal 3 and a Cal 2? Yeah. I guess I was just wondering if there was a, a country near California, just a... Yeah. California. Yeah. California. Yeah. The whales of the oceans of California know me as... Sador. 
I know we're really, we could just rattle off names for a good couple of hours. Okay. Oh, yes, I'd love to say my name, for I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas, the elves know me as Fianyalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Uxanges, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. Shut up. And if you make me say my secret names, I turn you into a frog. I have noticed the people in the tavern, their enthusiasm for some of the add-ons to your names, have a sort of chronological bent. <laughs> Hoobastank, the most. Fangayelli, a little bit less. The most recent edition, Glass Anus, whatever people are caught up. I, I, I have to admit, I don't care for this at all. They're my names, and you're making fun of them, and it hurts my feelings. Arnie, apologize. <laughs> ah, yes, I've manipulated you into feeling sorry for me. Now, with my sympathetic magics, you are all under my control. I was going to totally fall for that if it weren't for his monologuing. Yeah, I don't know, who, I don't know what that aside was about. Yeah. Oh, well, perhaps you're even falling for it right now, thinking that I've released you, and yet I have set you up for yet another trap. It's like the wizard state, but... He's coherent? I don't know what this... I've never seen this before. I think he's just confident. Yeah. Usador, where does this newfound confidence come from? Don't worry, I've got this. Oh, uh, from nowhere in particular. Just uh, feeling on top of my game today. Well done, Usador. What is going on? What is going on? You know, the other day... This, this makes sense because the other day... I was about to go running, and these large canines came up upon me, and you saw us in front Wait, of his first house. first of all, yeah. first of all, you're going to tell a story about a bunch of large canines that came upon you? I mean, if I'm mature enough, I can get away with it. Okay, sure. Did you want to shoehorn in one of your childish bullshits? <laughs> I was running, and... <laughs> Two large canines came upon me mm -hmm. while Usador was uh, on the, you know, in the front area of his house, and he yelled to me, if you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. So I got up on the porch with him. <laughs> it's a long wind-up for a slow yeah. ball. <laughs> that was definitely better than what I was going to yeah. say. When I was a kid, that equaled confidence. Chunt, yeah. you're a good friend. You're a good friend. Yes. Chunt. Let us say good things about a man while he's alive and not after he's dead. That's from The Great Gatsby, my man. It is. Wow. Ugh, what you're, a boring book. And you're a total Tom. You're a Tom Buchanan. No, I'm, that's, look, I'm a Nick, not and a Tom. And I'm a Wolfshine. You are a Wolfshine. I'm a total Wolfshine. You can tell that not a lot of people in the tavern tonight <laughs> have read The Great Gatsby. But that's okay, because they're not from Earth. These are all Funians. Why would they have read The Great Gatsby? If they were from Earth, you'd be like, did they go to high school? Yeah, yeah. Oh, which reminds me, speaking of people of Earth, I should say to the people of Earth who will eventually hear this, that if you want to email us, you can email me at chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six Ts. Uh, and uh, I have Arnie's phone, obviously... I may not get it before the podcast is done, but if there's some sort of magic in the air. Yeah, I let you hold my phone a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Because I, just, I have, like, a phone addiction. And mm -hmm. I, I, what's I, 4chan? What's 4chan? <laughs> oh, yes. Let them be distracted by their devices. Meanwhile, you said to a plot's in the corner. It's kind of like every other website I've seen, but oh. everyone's terrible to each other. Yeah, stay yeah. away from 4chan. Okay. I think we have a troll in the front, in the front of the tavern. Right. It's really into 4chan. But guys, you know what? I want to bring up our first guest. Like, there's so many people in the tavern tonight that I wanted to talk to uh, this, this bard that I met. He's, he's really interesting. He's the, the sad bard. I don't know if you guys have, he have heard of him. I think he's... A sad bard? Ooh, I, I've heard of him. I've yet to meet him. I'm very excited to do so. Yeah, I, actually, I would love it if... Uh, and then once I've met him, I'll destroy him. John, this might not mean anything to you, but I feel like Usador is reverse Jim Gaffiganing. Reverse Jim Gaffiganing. You've mentioned Jim Gaffigan once before, mm -hmm. not on the podcast, just in real life. Yes, when I was and trying to explain what a hot pocket was. That's what it was. And yeah. you, you said it with a certain... You said it with a certain cadence. You said it with a certain tonal quality. What, how was that? Why does he keep making the same gaffes? <laughs> he gaffs once and then he gaffs again? Look, 
Jim Gaffigan is an Earth man. He's a living metaphor. He's a constant reminder that don't we in our lives constantly make the same mistakes over and over again? Yes. Lord fucking knows we do. Once a week. And I keep making the mistake of not bringing up our next guest. I'm very excited for the sad bard. Hello. Hi, sad, sad bard. I don't know. Do I just refer to you as sad bard? Uh, uh, it's, uh, it stands for song a day bard. Song a oh, day. Oh, I was gonna say you didn't bard. look. You didn't look so sad. And with those red overalls, yeah. I expect you to come up here and be like, "It's a me." <laughs> you know, like when you're happy and you so happy, you just want to jump up in the air and punch the sky. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, when you say you're the song a day bard. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, I, uh, I travel around Foon, and uh, I just sing songs all the time. Every day I write a new song. Every day you write a new song? Yes. Yeah, Song A Day Bard. <laughs> it's pretty fucking straightforward. It's in the name. It's in the name. Shunt. Now, extrapolate. Extrapolate. Shunt, you're, extrapolate. A good, you're a good friend. You're a spelt friend. So, Song A Day Bard, I have a question for you. Like, why write a new song every day? Why do that? Yes, to why do something every day? Um, Maybe do something every week, but every day? Yeah. It's a sad story. Um, oh. I, S- a sad story? It's or a, story. a, it's a song, song a day, day story? No, this one's actually sad. Oh, okay. I was cursed, oh. uh, unfortunately. Yeah. And um, if I don't write a song every single day, then I have this demon inside of me that will come out if I don't write the song and... and I was told that they would murder lots of people. Oh, damn. I was cursed. My arm fell off. That sounds horrible. It grew back. I just connect with it as a metaphor for the creative process. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. But you literally mean if you don't write a song every day, you turn into a demon and kill people. And it hasn't happened. So I, I, I've, I've managed to keep the streak alive. So I don't, uh-huh. I, I don't know exactly what would happen. Uh, and I don't want to find out. Are you confident... It's a real thing and not just like a, a weird notion you have in your head? Here, let me cast my demon detecting spell. Zoink, yep, it's real. Well, shoot. That's pretty convincing. <laughs> Look, the zoink wasn't much, but just that beam of light it's came pretty out cool. of your wand. It's a pretty scrappy spell. Well, you could see the outline of the demon in his heart. If you looked right at it, I looked right at it. I looked right at it. Do you have a song today? Uh, I do. I, I have a song that, um, this is not one that I wrote today. It's one that I've uh, written before that I wanted to share with you. Yeah, we'd uh, love to hear a song. And, and I still have to write my song for, for today. So well, we'll, today is almost done. It's true. Um, so I brought a piece of paper and I have a, a quill. Oh God, where'd it go? Oh, here it is. I have a quill here, and um, so hopefully by the end of the day I will have a song. But I thought um, if you guys wanted to hear one of my song a day compositions yeah. from around Foon. Yeah, we're in a tavern. We don't hear music nearly enough. Yeah, I would love to hear a song. Great. <laughs> Chunk, could you, could you hold these lyrics for me? Sure. It's not like I'm co-hosting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Sad. So you know, folks, I travel all around Foon. I see many things, and I sing about what I see. There's one thing that I see more than anything else as I travel around Foon. And I thought that was an appropriate song to sing for you tonight has a very catchy chorus. So I hope that everyone in the tavern will learn it and sing it with me. And it goes like this. So much child death. So much child death. Impaled and burned, cut to pieces, and turned into a paste that makes the ground fertile. I saw six children smushed flat 
And then their rendered fat used to open an interdimensional portal. Everybody, so much child death. Very good. So much child death. Sacrificed for their delicate heart. We're talking literally ripped apart. Turned inside out by a strange, mysterious power. I saw one poisoned by the queen. One died from death by every disease. Murdered in cold blood by a delicate It's sad because it's true. <laughs> it's a harsh world we live in. It's a, it, you know, it's, it's a magical, beautiful world, but it's also like a bleak world. Like, terrible things seem to happen on this world a lot. But when you turn 13, watch out. Also, I love that, like, into the second or third lyric, I could just hear someone opening a beer very loudly in the tavern, just being like, oh, boy, I need to watch. O- I need to- opening? What do you mean, Opening. Oh, well, they, they smashed it against the wall. Ah. Oh, that, w- that would do it. That does the trick. Yeah. Well, well, Song at a Bard, like, how do you come up with your inspiration for the songs that you write every day? I just sing about what I see. I, every day I just see things and I just sing about them. Uh-huh. We have a saying, if you see something, sing it. Yeah, that's right. Well, I-, I would love it if you would stick around and, you know, honestly, this day is going to be done Time is so weird uh, without uh, time-keeping measurements, but it seems like this day is going to be done right around the time this podcast is over. <laughs> what did your what? voice take on that tone? What's that? You were like, right around the time this podcast will take over. That's not how that expression is said? Well, it is, but you sounded like the, the pussycat in town who has that snaggle tooth. Yeah. 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 Right around when this podcast will be over. I, I, I've already started taking notes uh, because I happen to be here tonight. And so I'd love to stick around and just write about uh, what I see and, and hear uh, here at the Vermilion Minotaur. Oh? We should let the sad bard do his work then and, and, and talk to another guest. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The, the tavern is hopping tonight, so I'm excited actually to talk to another guest, Barth the Human. Uh, hey, Barth, come on. Come on up. Yeah, yeah, please. Come on up, Barth. Please. Uh, actually, Barth, maybe uh, come on over and mm-hmm. sit here. He can use the stairs if he likes. Right. Yeah. What's going on, fellas? How are you? Uh, good. How are you? I'm pretty good having a good time. Bars are popping. It is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Barth, yeah, um, it's sort of hard to explain, but like we sit at this table and, and I kind of interview people about what their lives are like. Cool, yeah, I don't give a flying hell, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> look, I, I'm new to Hog's Face, I'm just trying to meet some pals, you know what I'm talking about? Nice, yeah, yeah. I can dig oh, that. Oh, so you're, you're new to town. I'm new to town, my wife and I just moved into Hog Face. Welcome, holy crap, uh, thank that's you, amazing. Thank you, Welcome Oh, did you take Face. that, um, the two-story over by the bog? Yeah, we took the two-story by the bog. Got that's... in about a couple months ago, we're living in a treehouse on the east side of town. Oh, now. you live in the treehouse, oh, Yeah, my wife's from Hog Face. Oh, Yeah, we're living in my hometown of Badung Dung. <laughs> You're done with Badundun? We're done with Badundun. There's no work. Uh-huh. Shit had... is crunked up in Badundun. <laughs> what happened? Is it a mining town? They ran out of ore? What's we going got on? A new, we got a new mayor. 
Oh, and he's oh, a shit. piece of he's a piece of cannoli. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. No, but so, I, I mean generally. Yeah, generally. Yeah. So we're not really. I don't know. There's no work there, and plus, yeah, I'm I'm not really doing too hot in my profession. So my wife was like, "All right, let's go to Hog Face. It's where I'm from. Like, I'll make a garden and stuff." So we're kind of just eating whatever out of the garden right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 yeah my wife's a druid. Any druids in the house? About oh, a four. Druids. About yeah. four druids, which I gotta say, more than I would have guessed. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, are, they're you know, a handful. Do you, you have know? cannoli on Earth? Oh, I, I know what Earth cannoli is a little too well. Oh, <laughs> oh, sure. What's Earth cannoli? Uh, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know yeah. what it is, Arnie. If you don't have cannoli on Earth, don't lie about it. There's a lot of magical stuff in food that you would never have on Earth. So don't yeah, don't on. pretend you. Don't, they'll be like, oh, I know. Well, this is be- like the time you tried to convince us you had the WB. Only we have the WB. I love the WB. There's only one WB frog, and it's in Foon. And he's got a top hat and a cane. I still don't understand what the WB on Foon... Forget it. Tell us about cannoli. I tell you, the WB in Badung Dung is lit. It's it's lit? Yeah. It's it's a a wizard's wizard's bathroom. Yeah, wizard's bathroom? Yeah. Not in Badung Dung. Oh, what is... See, different things wizard's bathroom. I'm not going to this guy's bathroom. In Badung Dung, the WB is lit. Yeah, the WB is lit there. Yeah. What is it like to be married to a druid? What are the perks? What are the, the, the downfalls? What do we got? Uh, I guess the perks would be um, that I'm in a relationship to begin with. Oh, sure. Uh, that's got to be a big perk. Yeah. I mean, you know, someone most nights who's at the house, yeah. um, I'd say kind of... And kinda... usually if that's the first thing, that's a good sign. Yeah. If I mean, I'm grateful. I love her no matter what she is at that day, you know? You know what like, I'm talking about? No matter what she... She is, yeah. She's sh- shape-shifting. Oh, she shape-shifts. She shape-shifts. Wow. Yeah. You know, you know Chun. That's, I'm, I'm a shape-shifter. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know my wife? Uh, her name's Pionk. They don't P- all know each other. Pionk? I don't think so. Pionk. Pionk. I don't think so. Pionk. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure what she is today. She got up uh, early, left her a little bit early. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had made a beautiful breakfast. I made tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, I gotta say, that takes time. Yeah, it took a long time. Yeah. I've been kind of cooking up this breakfast for a few months. A few months, yeah. Yeah, so I made some tomatoes and no nut or nothing. I'm not sure where she's at or who she's rolling with right now. So it's good to be out with some guys, hanging out, <laughs> shooting the chonch. <laughs> yeah, it's got, you know what, I, we don't say that, that this much anymore, but it's kind of a boys' night. It's a little bit of a boys' it's night. It's a little bit of a boys' night. <laughs> Boys night! Boys night! Boys night! Boys night! You say it too, you say it too. I say, I'm just saying what you guys are saying. Oh yeah, say boys night. Yeah, I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to shape shift on my own here, trying to fit in with the hogs face crew. Hogs face, hogs face. That's what it's like to move to a new town. Yeah. Just yell whatever catchphrases you hear. Yeah. Yeah, sure do have a lot of thieves in this town. Well, I Have mean, you noticed that, or is that just where I'm living? I can't really, we're not really sure if we're in a good part of town. Well, I mean, look, we, Hog's Face does have a crime problem, but, like, yeah. you don't want to just say we've got a lot of thieves in this town. Well, okay, Are we, I don't are we know. saying bees? Well, also, we do have a lot of bees in this town. What, what were we saying? Thieves. thieves. Oh, thieves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of thieves. But, but you know what? Yeah. Usador can say it, because he's lived here for hundreds of years. When you move to a new town, you don't want to be like, oh, guys, a lot of thieves in this town. Oh, right. Just try to be, like, optimistic, like, positive about the place. Yeah, I know. I remember you were embarrassed one time when you were telling us about Philadelphia, and you said it's full of shitheads. (laughs) You said something about them having the worst sports fans. Uh... Uh, Is that... Remember that? Yes. And then the next day, you were like, I was drunk... I should never say that. You should never disparage a city that you don't live in. It's true. Right? It's yeah. true. Okay, my bad, guys. Uh, yes. Right. I, was, I was drunk, but I would say that in almost any town. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll try to, try to put a positive spin on mine. Yeah. Did you have something stolen since yeah. you moved here? Yeah. What, yeah, what did you Well, have? we moved into this treehouse on the east side of town, and then uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but there's a rogue pack of teenagers that stole the tree. 
Uh, oh, shit. They just left you with a pile of leaves? No, or- no, the, the house is there. It's on the ground now. Oh, I But see. we didn't really get in. You know, so now it's kind of like a tiny house on the ground. Yeah. But we wanted the tree house for the view so we could see over. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, it's not ideal, obviously. How did they steal the tree? I'm not really sure. We were in it, too. I'm not really sure. We kind of woke up in the middle of the night. Well, it wasn't the middle of the night, but it was the morning, but we were kind of jet-lagged from comfort, but dung-dung. So then the tree's gone, and I'm not sure what, who my wife was rolling with that day, but she was gone as well, wow. so oh. I was kind of hanging out in the, in the house. It was on the ground. That's such a tough question of, like, is it still a tree house? It's like, Arnie, we have in Foon this sort of um, conundrum to, to ponder, you know, if you will, yeah. um, where it's like there's a great hero who uh, sailed this giant wooden boat, and over the years, um, it was, you know, made into a sort of monument of sorts. And as the wood rotted away, they started to replace the rotting wood with new wood. And, uh, you know, at what point is it no longer that hero's boat? Yeah. Can you give us an answer? What? It just, it just looked, like you, it looked like you weren't following along. So I want you to answer my fucking question. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, Come on, Arnie, Here's answer the, the fucking question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're one of us. You're yeah, one of us. Answer the fucking question, big guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, gotta, I will fully confess that the first time you were asking the question, I did phase out a little bit. And so then I was so happy that you restated it, and I was like, Arnie, focus up the second time that he's explaining this question. But I still didn't get all the way... Never this play-by-play is excruciating. All he wants to know is, if a boat is replaced piece by piece, is it still the same boat? No. Sorry. <laughs> so Barth answered the question for you. Oh, then, yeah, I'll go with Barth. No, come on, I have a personality, man. You, yeah, exactly. Well, well wait, first uh, I mean, of all, you just on, repeated just what you said. just try to fit in with what everybody's doing. Answer the fucking question. Yeah, <laughs> Barth wait, has Barth, a point. Wait, g- whoa, guys... Barth is the new guy. Oh, I'm the come guy. On. It feels like Barth has been here for years. Yeah, which isn't true. I've been here for two badung dung months. He's been here for two badung dung months. You keep yeah. repeating what he's saying. You just told him not to do that. Yeah, what is this, Arnie? I thought you were Chill Nuggy Cron when I first met you. I... Arnie, are you Chill Nuggy Cron? Answer the question. Answer the fucking question. Answer Arnie. the fucking question. Or I feel ha- like I'm getting context clues that go either way. Okay, okay, we'll give you a part B. What's a cannoli? Look, I'm sorry, I've had a lot of cannoli. Leave the nugget crumb, take the cannoli. Answer Look. that. Take that question. Look, unlike some people, I don't remember everything that I eat. Ugh. In uh, fact, I have I remember a- everything I eat. Yeah. Yes. In fact, I have a serious problem where I forget a lot of the things that I eat. <clears throat> That's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm like, did I eat lunch? <laughs> but, but guys, let's just remember, Barth, you seem great. But you're the <laughs> new guy. You, Barth is the new guy. We like Barth, but we'll give him a little bit of ribbing. But I don't have to be the new guy anymore, right? You're right. Let's rib Barth. Uh, let's... Uh, yeah, come you're, on. Rip, let's rib the new guy. You're, uh, you're pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, I am tall. I am tall. There, there we go. What else? Someone stole your home. Yeah. yeah. Take that, huh? Yeah, somebody <laughs> stole my home. But you're yeah. a good guy. You're a good guy. If you see a giant tree running around and probably about four or five rogue teens carrying it around, it's, odds are it's got to be mine. That's gotta teens, be- as soon as they get past that stage where there's so much danger of dying, they really let loose. Eustador, I have heard you say on a few occasions... Too much child death, not enough teen death. Yeah, yeah, I second that. I wish somebody would off these teens that took my tree. <laughs> oh, Barth. That's, that's, a, little, cool that's a little intense. And Arnie, you never ribbed Barth. Yeah, come on. I can take it, Arnie. Answer the fucking question. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Barth, if you're open to a good-natured ribbing, oh. this, this is all for fun. It doesn't really mean anything to me, but it's just an observation that yeah, I've made. Go you for seem it. to have, like, a lot of hair missing on the what top the of your fuck? head. Okay, yeah. What what fuck you, Arnie. Why would you say that? What's that all about? Unbelievable. And you Why seem would you to be say that? Unbelievable. You're missing a lot of arm on your neck. Damn. <laughs> or hair on your... <laughs> Shut up, Arnie. Oh, Arnie. I came from Earth. Grow a pair. Let me apologize for Arnie. He doesn't understand our ways. Yeah, you don't get us. Right, right, team? Yeah, absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, 
we're we're a team. Don't oh, come God. on Barth's podcast and yeah. start disrespecting him. Just shut up, okay? We all know it's my time. You you, you come on, give me the microphone. Damn, yeah. here we go. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Bing bong. There's so much power. You want it back? If you want it back, here. What do you want? What you need to do? Find the teens that took my tree. Why'd you say, say that again? I said I've never felt more vulnerable in my life. I feel like when that microphone got taken out of my hand, I lost a piece of myself. It was like me losing my magic feather, but then realizing the magic wasn't within me the whole time. <laughs> like, as I was plunging to the earth, I realized, oh shit, I needed that feather. Without that podcast microphone, without that pink polo, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Where'd you get a magic feather? Why have you been holding out on me? Well, well on my... I way. want a magic feather. I want a magic feather as well. We all get magic feathers. Let's make a pact that we don't leave here tonight without a magic feather. All I'm, right. I'm going to start looking around the tavern, and I'm going to find this magic feather that you've hidden, or I'm going to come back here and kick your ass. Look. Woof. Guys. The day is almost done, but we've been setting up a lot of things that will definitely happen before the podcast is over. There will definitely be a song or the demon will kill everybody. Uh, we'll definitely find those teenagers that stole your tree and we'll yeah. all have magic feathers. I feel like how hard is it to find a tree? I mean, if you're not picky about it. If, if your oh, first yeah. criteria is like, well, my favorite thing about this tree is that I have one. Arnie, he lost his home tree. I'm sorry, are you commenting on my wife and I's relationship? Is that I, it? That is, that is, is not that a, a... magic feather? That's not a... That's like a hammer. That's like a hammer? I think it's just the hammer. That's what I thought. I thought it was a feather that you transformed into a hammer. It's confused me. <laughs> to be honest with you, it looks like a lunchbox on a stick. Yep, Barth is right. Classic Barth. Classic, Classic Barth. Barth. <laughs> Good one, Barth. Hey, the Barth man is lit. <laughs> Good one, Barth. That's <laughs> new. The Barth man is in the is That's in our the new tavern. t-shirt. The Barth man is lit. Barth, you don't get to be classic if you've only been around for like 12 minutes. You need to have been around somewhere between two and a half and three years time Whoa. to achieve classic status. Okay, wow, that really hurts. Look, Barth, I'm sorry. I want to be welcoming. I don't want to ostracize. Well, I want you to be a little bit of an outsider, just in the way that it Why makes me a little bit more anyone? of an insider. Why do you want anyone to be an outsider? You're just like those teens who took something important from me. Damn. Let that sink in, Arnie. Look at, look at Barth. Look at Barth. How does that make you feel, Arnie? Answer the fucking question. I mean, look at you, Arnie. You have amazing style. You have a microphone. <laughs> you have two friends. One can turn into whatever the hell he wants. And what do I have? A wife on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> In a house that used to be a treehouse but can only be described now as a square donut. Oh, that's right. It's not even just like a house on the ground because it, it probably still has that hole. After everything he just said to you, that's what you comment on? He is on his bottom rung, Arnie. And when Barth is at his lowest, you know what came out of his mouth? Compliments to you. Yeah. And you respond <laughs> and try and arnsplain his donut home. I mean, you're one of the hottest creatures I've ever seen, Arnie. Let that sink in. Holy shit, who says that? You're beautiful, man. In Badung Dung, you'd be like a David Beckham type. I did some research. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You said you were from Earth, and I looked it up. I'm so sorry. Barth, thank you for your well-researched accuracy. I try to fit in. I've been giving him an hour on the phone every day. Barth, it shows that you care about Arnold, enough to learn about his world and give him a compliment. We're very glad that you are our new friend. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Now give me that magic feather. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move, or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. 
like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Let me, uh, we have some emails here. Let me go into some emails. Uh, this is from Brian Dochny. Uh, he says, Murmur Show Live, baby. Hi, Team Minotaur. My wife is pregnant, and I was wondering if Arnor, I guess he means Arnie, has any advice on the pros and cons of getting lost through a portal in a fictional land once it's born. <laughs> any, uh, any parenting advice for, for Brian? Uh, well, I mean, I don't recommend it. Sure, there are times when it's fun to be hanging out with the boys, but it's really sad to think about what you're missing. You know, I've been in this world for somewhere between two and a half and three years. And that's a lot of time that I've missed, a lot of time that's probably pretty magical. I feel like I'm a big house with a hole in the middle of it. Okay, well, come on, man. You digging at me again? <laughs> it's not big, it's tiny. It has to fit in a tree. Oh, the house or the hole? The hole's huge. <laughs> But, but, the Barth, house is but tiny. Barth, Barth, don't you see? That's exactly how I feel. I feel like a tiny house with a big hole in it. I think you should see a doctor. <laughs> I, I probably should. Yeah. That hole is way too big. What happened? I think I spent a lot of time trying to pretend that that big hole's not there. I'm just trying to be... The fun, happy, David Beckham-looking guy that I am, you know? Let's go to another email. Um, this is from Jess. Jess says, hey, Chunt, I'm e emailing from my friend's phone because my phone was stolen on Monday. Could you ask Usador to use his magic to track it down and curse the thief a horrible fate? Thanks, pal, from Jamie. Well, everything's being... You're right. There are thieves afoot. Yeah. There are thieves on every world. But when you go to a new world... You play it cool about talking about how many thieves there are. Right, sorry. Yeah. Kreffman Ram Chalk The thief has rabies. Was that something? That wasn't part of the spell. I was just telling you what I did. Oh, I see. So you, you gave the thief rabies. That's right. I hope that helps. I'll do it again. As soon as I have an opportunity to get away from these fools, I'll give all mine enemies rabies, and they shall bark like the dogs that they are, and they shall finally destroy each other as I stand laughing o'er their graves. Here's an email from Lex. Lex says, do you like Tusador more than louder voice Usador? Do I like Tusador more than... Louder voice Usador. Louder voice Usador. Is there a... Is there a neither option? No, I love Usador. Usador, you're my buddy. Well, well, thank you. You know? That's very nice to hear. I would love to be your best friend, but my best friend is Aparel Fuels. <laughs> Something bugging me back here. I gotta say, the people in the tavern that know glass anus are... <laughs> 
Guys, I, I feel so terrible, though. Like, we've been talking and talking, but, you know, we certainly have to pay the bills of keeping this tavern and this podcast going. So I would love to do a quick uh, sponsor break. Uh, I have one of our favorite sponsors on the show, one of the people who has supported this podcast from the very beginning. I hope he'll come up here. He's quite old, so it might take him a while. Right up here. Just follow yeah. our sound of our voices. He, he, yeah, he sort of... He, uh, he looks, I think I've spotted him. He's in yeah, the middle. Here, yeah, here he comes. He sort of looks like if Usador was a prospector. Um, here. Uh, Amundal, if, uh, if you could play our sponsor music uh, while, we, while we have our sponsor. Here. Hello, friends. My name is Bungary Chubbins. I'm... I'm the proprietor of Chubbins Chamber Pots and so forth. Uh, summer is ended and fall is upon us. It's that wistful time of year when the leaves start to turn and the woodland goblins shed their majestic foreskins on the golden mound of pubis. In the spirit of change, it's high time to start thinking about a new chamber pot. Whether it's a piss tank you need or a solid oak turd basket made of the finest reclaimed treehouse material, we got them. In all manner of shapes and sizes, too. Now, you, you, you may be saying, hold on there, Bungaree. You once sold me a shitbox guaranteed for five whole years. It's only been two. Well, that may be so, but the stench of your leavings could have a lifetime guarantee. And don't let me be the judge. The only one that knows for sure is your colon. Now, while I'm here, I want to mention I don't only sell chamber pots. I also got booger banks for the wee ones. Oh, children just love them. And it teaches them the value of responsible booger storage. Finally, I, I'm running a special for you ladies out there. Uh, I'm, I'm no interior designer, but just imagine how you could beautify your home with a, a wall hook for holding menses rags. I'm sure some room in your home needs an accent or a splash of color. If that appeals to you, homemakers, oh, I, I've got plenty of menses rag hooks in stock right now. Uh, tell you what, you, you buy one, you get five free. You won't get that deal anywhere else. Well, now, I, I suppose that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm Bungary Chubbins of Chubbins Chamber Pots and so forth. I could really use your business. All right. Oh, thank yeah. you, Bungary. Thank you so much. Here, Arnold. Uh, Bungary, we, we've never really done this before, Bungary. but Bungary, you know, I know you just do the ads, but would you mind you join at us? The joining us at the table? Oh, that's kind of you. Yeah, here, here. Uh, but just continue to talk into the microphone oh, that, yes. uh, that you talk into for the ads. Yes, I remember the first time I spoke into one of these, I thought it was... Uh, um, a leg of mutton with gristle on it, and I took a, a bite out of it. Yeah. I said, I won't make that mistake again. Yeah, I and know. And then I did it a second time. Um, the third time, I resisted. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's natural. You know, Bungaree, I know you've lived in this world for a long time, but you're still kind of new to the podcast. Some would say you're the new guy. Oh. Hey, welcome, new guy. Yeah, welcome, new guy. <laughs> Don't fuck it up, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Classic bar. Classic. Classic bar. I haven't yeah. been the new guy in quite some time. So nice hat, new guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that does make me feel inadequate. John Barth, do you have a, a good-natured rib for her bungery? Yes, bungery. What I appreciate about you, what I appreciate, uh, appreciate um, that's when you... Uh, yeah, we don't have to get into it. What I appreciate about you is that, um, that you seem straightforward. You seem honest, because unlike David Beckham, the only thing Arnie bends around here is the truth. So I appreciate that you're... I appreciate that you're a straight shooter. And yes, Arnie, I've seen the movie because I had to check out that nightly woman who appeared in it. You're lucky that we all only know one thing about <laughs> David Beckham. Uh, and I guess what I appreciate about you is um, 
You know, in my uh, my research about Earth, I looked up one of the most popular movies on Earth, which is uh, Toy Story 2. And I just want to say I appreciate how you look like the bad guy from Toy Story 2. <laughs> you you so, do look like the bad guy from Toy Story 2. <laughs> yeah. That's so. a compliment. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Arnie, did you give one? Uh, well, uh, I didn't know if maybe the, the sad bard had a, a good-natured rib that, or something he appreciates about uh, Bungaree. I uh, use his chamber pots. No! Oh, They're lovely. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. Yes, I, I also use your chamber pots. Oh. I think about you every time I defecate. Oh. You don't know what that does to this old man's heart. Yeah, well, Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I'm probably going to get one of those chamber pots. Right now, we're just not sure what to do with it. <laughs> the waste, that is. Sh- sure. So we're probably going to get a chamber pot. I mean, when you used to be up in a tree... Yeah, you just kind of let it go down and try to avoid it on your way down. Yeah. <laughs> but now you can't do that. Yeah, we're not sure what to do with it. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, some people use it as compost. It's yeah. a thought. Arnie, did you give a compliment yet or ribbing? Oh, no. Uh, well, you know, uh, I've got to say, um, I don't know. I just find myself wondering if you're bald under that hat. <laughs> There's something. I'm just like, I'm on hair today. I, I'm just thinking about hair and the people have it or not. Um, I haven't taken the hat oh. off. <laughs> oh, uh, this hat doesn't come off. It's been on my head for mm, 76 years. Really? Yeah. It's stuck on there. Yeah, You're common law married to that hat. So, Bungaree, what is it like dedicating your life to receptacles that people shit in? Well, I, I don't know any different. It, it's been the family for uh, quite some time. My father and his father before him. We've, we've been about uh, piss tanks and shit boxes for, for generations, you know. So, uh, um, I'm pretty pleased about it. It's important service. Sure. We all need one. Oh, yeah. Or two. I mean, Maybe. some days I need two. Sometimes you need two. Yeah. Sometimes you might even need more than two. You might need five. You might be seven. We have a lot in stock. We have quite a bit of inventory. I just want to remind you of that. That's good to know. I've got a lot in stock as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bet you I'm do. looking to move some inventory of my own. <laughs> well, you know where to come. Yeah. Well, Bungary, I really appreciate you. You're, I think you might be the, one of the first sponsors that really took a shot on this, this little podcast. Thank you. Well, it it was, means a lot. Has uh, it improved your business at all? Uh, yes, we, uh, we went from selling um, five units uh, per week to seven units per week, so it's progress. That is progress. Yeah, that's That's great. the only thing this podcast has ever accomplished. <laughs> well, we also... Very recently, got the word out that Barth's wife is on the loose. Yeah, she's That's on the right. loose. That's right. We completely keep glossing over the fact that, like, something's going on with your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Barth, this is a safe place where literally everyone in the tavern is listening to you. Right. Do you want to talk about what's going on with you and your wife? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she just like hates my guts, and uh, I'm not really sure what to do. And she keeps turning into different types of animals and leaving before I get up. <laughs> Arnie, relate. Uh, yeah, relate. I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's not your problem. It's my problem. No, no, no. I get it. Um, I, I'm trying to univer- see what parts of that I can universalize and what parts I can't. I don't know what to do. I'm running out of ideas. I, I buy, I'm buying her flowers every day, but there's just so many goddamn flowers in the house right now. Yeah. My allergies are going kind of bonkers. So. Yeah. Barth, what do you think that it is that's driving her away? Me. Hey, but is there some behavior you engage in that she's said in the past? This thing you do annoys me, or this thing you do uh, makes me want to leave. Has she ever stated her feelings? Not really. She didn't talk much. If I start talking or start asking her how her day was, she just like turns into a different animal that can't understand what I'm talking about. Are you sure there aren't just a lot of different animals sneaking into your house? And that your wife left years and years ago? Yeah, maybe since the... Since the tree was stolen, maybe a lot of forest critters don't have a home and have just been taking up residence in your bed? I mean, now that you guys bring it up, I haven't seen my wife in human form for a long time. Okay. Okay. Usador has the solution. You have two options. One, accept that these are simply forest animals. 
And that you've been single for years. And go nuts. Go nuts? Yeah, go nuts. Second, confront the animal. And say, you must tell me what I've done wrong, and I shall set it straight. If the animal turns back into a human and talks to you, you know it's your wife. If the animal looks at you confused and tries to run away, yeah. it might still be your wife, but there's nothing you can do about it. Look, you score. Look, guys, none of you here have been married except for me and Barth, right? You're yeah. the you don't new, know if I You're the new guys in this conversation, all right? I mean, that's you a good point. You don't understand. It's me and Barth, classic Barth and Arnie. Married guys, oh, I understand. I just met Wait. you, Arnie. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, the second part seems what I'd want to do, but it's hard. When she comes home, she's normally running in a pack. So I can't pick out who she is, really. Chunt, I mean, there were five different wolves in the house last night, and I didn't know who to talk to, so I just went to bed with all of them. Chunt, do you know what I like about Barth and Arnie? It's how Arnie has a little bit of hair on the top, and, and, and Barth has hair sticking out the sides. They'd make great roommates, don't you think? Yeah, what, what did Arnie carve on that table here? Barney? I wasn't really. I wasn't really thinking about is it. Is that a is that a portmanteau of your names? Yeah, I guess Barney? I'm just thinking about how much I have in common with Barth. <laughs> yeah, you know, Barthney. being married is great, but it's also sometimes difficult. I mean, sometimes you wake up and you look at the person next to you and you feel so lucky that you're sharing the rest of your life with them, and then other times you wake up and you're like, "Who is this person? This you aren't the same series of animals that I married." Right. I mean, one day you're having a good life in Badungdung, and the next a giraffe tells you to move to Hog's Face. Yeah. Wait, was the giraffe your wife? I don't know at this point. <laughs> I thought I had it figured out, but then the wizard told me that the... But don't listen to the wizard. Right. Wizards always try to do the same things. They try to solve problems rather than just listening to the animals and what they want to tell you. And there goes Arnie putting people in a box again. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. Compartmentalizing. Arnie. Uh, all I'm saying is listen to the animal the animal inside me. I meant it literally, but All right. metaphor works too. I, I have totally. uh, one more email because this is an email directed towards Barth and since he's one of the gang, I want to make sure, you know, if he gets an email that we read it. So Somebody sent we... me an email? Yeah, I'll explain later or Arnie will. Um, this is from Tom Martin. It says, uh, did the treehouse, did your treehouse grow in Brooklyn? Just curious. Oh, this is a reference to an Earth book? Uh, I think so. <laughs> it, well, is it an Earth thing or is it not, Arnie? This is what I get for being such a dick to people who hadn't read The Great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's a Brooklyn? What's a Brooklyn? And oh. also, what's a Crooklyn? Uh, <laughs> and what's a Nooklyn? <laughs> what's a Nooklyn? What's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, it, you know what? I'm trying to remember if I would even and know. And what's a Vince Carter? What's a Vince Carter? I should know some of these things. <laughs> okay, okay, all questions off. What's a cannoli? And don't look at me and say, what's a cannoli you? Because that's not going to get you out of this spot. A cannoli is a fried dessert that is Ugh. sort of wrapped up. And it's stuffed full of uh, cream of some kind. It's turd-shaped. It's, it, it is, it is turd-shaped. Thank you, Bungaree. Bungaree, I, I, Bungaree, I have a question for you. Are you that guy, Bungaree? Like, are you always sort of like waiting for the part of the conversation that's turd-related? Um, well, I, I was nodding off a little bit until oh. I heard about cannolis. Sure. And, uh, which are which are turd shaped? Yeah, they're turd shaped. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 that's what I know. Yeah, that's. He's that's, an expert. I'd like to consider myself a specialist. Yes. Yes. I get it. That's the way it is. The anus is the prism through which you see the world. And you know what? <laughs> that's kind of good. That's kind of profound. If you think about it, that might be true for for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, it just involves a little uh, self-examination, and, well, I've been doing quite a bit of that in my time, selling turd boxes and piss tanks. That's what I enjoy. It's my life. It's my hobby. It's my life's work. The prism through which I see the world 
is a magical prism. Yea, a geode that I did uncover from deep within the earth. This magical prism has allowed me to see the truth where I do go, and allowed me to fight evil and destroy it in all its forms. Yea, for Usador shall rise above, and he shall destroy all his enemies, smite them down until none do stand before him. Soon the void and the dark lord shall all be torn away from this world, and we shall be free once again. So my prism's a literal prism. Should we check in on that song? Should we check in and yeah, see Yeah, you know, I have to say, yeah, we don't want to miss the end of the day and to have the sad bard turn into a, a demon. You've, you've written a lot of things down over there. Is I this have. the closest you've ever gotten to the end of the day without having a song? We're cutting it very close, but I think I have something. You guys are very, uh, provided a lot of material, so uh, it's all here. Tell me about it. I'd like to sing it for you now. I would love to hear a song. Can Quickly, before the rooster screams midnight... Can you hold it for, for me? Can I do what? Please, Chunt, could you please hold the lyrics for me? Right. Chunt, you've done a great job of holding other people's things this whole <laughs> episode. Thank you. Okay, let's see how this song goes. Barth the human lives in a tree house. What is cannoli and is it on earth? Barth's wife is a shape-shifting druid and she treats him like a real jerk and the whales of California say ooh, Sador if you can't run with the big dogs well, get up off of the porch off of the porch where is the magic feather are there lots of thieves and hog face? Cause a roving pack of teenagers stole Barth's tree in hog's face and the whales of California say Usador. If you can't run with the big dogs, get up off of the porch, okay? If a boat is replaced piece by piece, Total still the same boat. Arnie ripped Barth the totally wrong way, and Barth took his microphone. Answer the fucking question, Arnie. Answer the fucking question. Answer the fucking question, Arnie. I don't Answer care if you look like David Beckham. Oh, I'm sorry, were you gonna say a line? Go for it. I don't care if you look like David Beckham and the whales of California. They say, Usador, if you can't run with the big dogs, you better get up off of the porch now. You better get up off of the porch now. And the whales of California, they say, or if you can't run with the big dogs, better get up off of the porch. Everybody, the whales of California, and they say, Usador. And if you can't run with the big dogs, you better get up off of the porch. You better get up off of the porch. Get up off of the porch. Get up off. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. Arnie, I gotta say, when our episodes are condensed down into a three-minute song, they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> Why don't we just do that every episode? We should start doing three-minute episodes. That are just songs. Also, when you hear it all in one song, you're like, why, yes, this all really does track <laughs> from one thing to the other all the way through. There's a clear beginning, middle, and end that totally mm -hmm. makes sense. Yep. Totally. Answer the fucking question, Arnie. Answer, Answer the, the fucking, fucking question, Arnie. Answer the fucking question, Arnie. Answer the fucking question. Well, well, look, yes. <laughs> 
the boat, if you replace every part of a boat, they're, they're not the same new boat anymore. Maybe it's an old boat with a lot of different parts. Even if every part of it's different, at the heart of it is a demon that threatens to destroy it. And that's the magic feather. And look, guys, I know I sometimes have trouble focusing. We have trouble focusing. Sure. And yeah. every episode, we start trying to do something, and we get distracted very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. But I mean, I, you have a problem, Arnie. I do. <laughs> Classic Barth. I mean, you problem. need medication, man. And also, if you keep replacing Barth's wife with a series of animals, is it still his wife? Holy Your shit, wife? that just blew my mind. In order, in, in it's yes, almost like this yes. whole thing makes sense. Look, people change. If, if your wife is replaced by a series of animals, she's fundamentally different, but also, yes, that's still your wife, unless, of course, when your tree fell, it killed your wife, and that dead corpse has been attracting a large series of animals. <laughs> that also makes sense, but guys... Arnie, how we'll old are you? We'll never know the answer. Let's how, how old are you, Arnie? Answer the how fucking old am question. I? Are you, how old I are you? I think I'm 41 years old, but okay. it's hard to keep trying. If I find out you're a teenager, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm going to come to your house, and, and I'm going to rain cannoli on your ass. Damn. He's going to shit on me, right? Well, I didn't say that. Well, thank you all for being here. Uh... Thank you so much for spending the evening with us. Uh, we are Hello from the Magic Tavern. Thank you so much. And then everyone poured out onto the streets of Brooklyn to open their own craft brewery slash artisan candlery that accepts old vinyl. Use It All the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Remember, every time Matt screams a run-on sentence doesn't have to be rewarded with an applause break. Where would we be if we applauded every time Matt sat and listened quietly? Chunt the Badger was played by Adol Refai. The Sad Bard was played by special guest Jonathan Mann, who really does write a new song every day and holds the Guinness World Record for most consecutive days writing a song. To check out some of his 3,000-plus songs, go to songaday.org. Oh, we got .org. Not easy. Or check out his musical podcast, Songonauts, about a band that's going nowhere until a magical drum machine transports them into their songs. You can find Songonauts on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Barth the New Guy was played by special guest John Reynolds. You may have seen John in Search Party and Stranger Things, playing, respectively, Drew and the Demogorgon. Bungary Chubbins was played by Tom Gottlieb, voice of Cookie Masterson from the better editions of You Don't Know Jack. Check out the Jackbox Party Pack 4, where he hosts the new game Fibbage 3. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jacover. This episode edited by Garrett Schultz. And since there's always time for another plug, check out Braids on Stitcher Premium. It's a psychedelic trip through the latest developments in science brought to you by the team behind Hardcore Game of Thrones. It's like Radio Lab without the radio labbiness. Check out Braids every Wednesday on Stitcher Premium. And for a free trial month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash braids and use offer code MAGIC. Alright, time to go catch up on some DVR'd Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which premiered in 2013. Arnie. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.